start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. What's going on, everybody? Episode one, two, four, and uh, we were talking last week about turkey hunting. That season was coming up, first day, first weekend, and Nick and Tom and they they had some big aspirations, and they're both here. So I wonder what we're talking about. Well, I would like to start this by saying this is the first installment of the Turkey Camp series. Oh man! Um, and I think it would be stupid. To have the first installment of the Turkey Camp series not be a kill story. That would be pretty stupid. What do you think, Tom? Is that a dumb idea? Or? Yeah, it's pretty dumb. So, what are we going to talk about then? Probably was... Nick's Gobbler. No, oh, I was going to say who killed one, but Tom just Holy gave it right shit. away. Did I, I forgot I killed a bird. You know, just so many, sometimes they'll just... You just lose track of them all. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I did. Smoked a big gobbler on uh, opening morning. Uh, PA. Yeah, PA. This was a PA hunt. So I guess, I mean, do we just run right into it right now? Yeah, I, I would love to hear that. Because I've gotten like a little bit of the story here and there from you. I haven't gotten the full All right, deep so dive. I'm going to start um, with the week leading up to the season. Um, Tom and I and my dad were trying to figure out, you know, who's going to hunt where kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, because everybody knows turkey hunting, you cover a lot of ground really fast. Yeah. So... Tom and my dad decided they were going to go out to the farm. And I was like, well, I'll let you guys just have the farm. I'll go to my grandpa's. Mm-hmm. So my grandpa's got a farm, you know, close to us. You know, we've been hunting there for years. I've had pretty good luck there. So I was like, I'll just go there. Um, and then Thursday, two days before the season, I'm driving past a field I have permission to hunt. And um, I see three birds out there. One was definitely a gobbler, uh, but I couldn't tell. Not your grandpa's, it was somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, different okay. field that I had access to hunt. Um, so I told Tom, I said, hey, you know, I just saw these gobblers out there. I think I'm going to scout it again Friday night. If they come back out Friday, I'm going to hunt there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back. there. Tom and I went there, what, about 6 o'clock-ish, Tommy? Yeah, about the same time you've seen them the night before. And there was just one lone hen out there. Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to my granddad's, you know, he's heard some goblin over there. So I felt like it was just a smarter choice. Mm -hmm. Plus that field I have access to hunt. I just have the field. I can't move into the woods at all. It's yeah. That makes it tough. Yeah. You, it's, you have one set up and that's it. Yeah. So I decided move away from that, save that for, you know, next year, Tom, maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, if they decide to start working their way into the field. Um, so I hadn't talked to my grandpa since what Easter, which was two weeks before, right, Tommy? Yeah. And he had said, you know, earlier, a couple weeks before that, he saw one really big gobbler, and then he's just been seeing Jake's behind his house. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got up there Saturday morning, he was already awake. 
and I was in the garage talking to him, and he said um, that he heard some birds gobbling towards um, a field we call Carl's. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just head that way and hope for the best. You know, I know that there's some jakes in the area, but there also is a big tom. Yeah. And you, you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. So the way the property is set up is there's a big field, um, like up by the road, and then you go into the woods. The woods is probably... What do you at that point maybe 150 yards deep, 200 yards, Tommy? From the road? No, from the the start of the woods to the next field. Carl's. Oh, so you walk through Grandpa's field, you hit the woods. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably about 200 yards till you hit Carl's. Okay, so that's kind of what I figured. So I, I just worked through the woods and got to that corner of the field, and I'm just sat there and just was listening. Mm-hmm. You know, it was still really dark. Could barely see anything in front of me. Uh, I refuse to use a light during turkey season because I don't want to tip them off. Mm-hmm. So I'm just standing there in the dark, and I hear a gobble way off in the distance. I mean, this one was um, would have been way west of me, mm-hmm. um, past where I had permission to even hunt. So I was listening. I'm like, well, that's pretty far. I doubt Grandpa even heard that one from the house anyway. Yeah. And then another one sounds off, you know, probably 300 yards or so in front of me and then I hear some other birds back east of me and just listening trying to figure out which one's the closest and the one that was like probably I would say 300 yards because they say a bird is usually twice as far as you think it is Mm -hmm. when you hear them gobbled in the tree yeah um so I'm gonna say he's probably about 300 yards and so I start working up the edge of this field and as I'm coming up there I I haven't been hunting here in a long time, but when I was walking up through the field, there's this big rock right on the side of the field. My grandpa used to set us there all the time to turkey hunt. And I was like, that's the spot. You know, I know that bird's gobbling a little bit further up, but I don't want to get too close and blow this because I'm in the field. I got no cover. Yeah. So let's just set up on this rock. So I set my gun there. I walk out maybe 20-ish yards, and I put a full strut gobbler decoy out in the field. And then I sit with on the rock with the field like parallel to me and my back to where the bird's gobbling. Mm-hmm. And my theory with this, for hunting field edges, when you're sitting down, most of your range of motion is from like 1 o'clock all the way to... To your dominant side. Yeah, like your dominant side. So if you sit parallel with the field, you only can shoot half of what's in front of you, essentially. Yeah. But if you shoot with, or if you sit sitting parallel to the field, you shoot like almost 180 degrees. Yeah, you can the field. basically spin all the way around from woodline to woodline. Yeah, so that's my theory on that. You guys set up how you want, but it works really well for me. Um, so I'm sitting there, and I can hear this bird calling, and he's still pretty far away, and I just stay quiet. And it's starting to get pretty light, and I'm like, you know, thinking about giving out a call, but I was like, no, I really want to wait. Till he hits okay, the so you've been completely silent so yeah, far. Yeah, I have not said a word. And I remember, you know, I've been really trying to wait till they hit the ground to do any calling. You know, Tom read the article, and we've learned um, over the couple of, uh, past few years that the natural way birds work are the hen goes to the gobbler. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really want to give away that I was even there at this time. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, I hear a gobble coming from the same direction, but it sounds totally different like it's quieter and you can just tell like the level it, like he's, he's on, on the level. ground yeah i'm like okay so i let out just three soft yelps and i don't hear anything back I'm like oh, all right you know no worries 
and then the birds, you know, way east to me, they're gobbling still a little bit. And then all of a sudden I hear a gobble really close and I just like peer over my shoulder and directly behind me, probably 60-ish yards away, he's at full strut staring right down at my decoy. No, oh, man. I have to back up. So before he flew down, I noticed my decoy had tipped over. Ah. It was laying on its side, but it was too light. Like You didn't want to go make go a out. move. Yeah, so I just had to leave it on its side. Um, so I just wanted to throw that tidbit in there. Okay. So I'm like, oh, man, turkey's down in the field, full strut. So he was in the field at this he's, point when yeah. you saw him. Yeah. He's already full strut in the field. Probably the way he's at, I would say, maybe 70 yards from my decoy. Okay. Um, so I didn't call anymore. I wanted to really bad. But I was like, he's in full strut. He has to see my decoy, even though it's he's, on his side. Yeah, he's interested. Yeah, I'm like, maybe he thinks it's like a wounded gobbler. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was going with. Wishful thinking. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm watching him, and he's just like slowly working his way to me. But staying in full strut. Like, he's not even doing, like, circles. He's just, like... He's walking. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, like, almost, like... Tough to... Like, I don't know. How they do that, I guess. It's not like a... It's like a waddle. How, yeah. Um, he's not hard-stepping, but he's just... Strut- yeah, taking his time. My, sa- my safety's already off, and I'm shaking so bad. Yeah. Um, And I'm, like, watching him, watching him. And then he's at, like, probably 45 yards... But there's, like, too much brush to shoot where he's at at this point. I'm like, come on. Like, I have one opening. Like, he has to take... So are you, you're not right on the edge of the woods? You're just a smidge in then? I'm a little bit in the woods, yeah. Okay. I'm probably 5 to 10 yards in the woods. So there's, like, a lot of brush in front of me. But I had two lanes, one before the decoy and one after the decoy. Okay. I couldn't even shoot my decoy. Okay. Um, if I look directly over, I can't even see it. There's a tree there. So... I'm watching him, and just as he's getting ready to come into my lane, he comes out of strut, and he starts, like, working a little bit away from me. I'm like, why are you doing this? What is happening? Like, there's no way that this is going to happen. About to go south. Yeah, and then, like, before I can do anything, he puffs right back up, and he starts, like, trying to, almost looks like he was going to, like, circle around my decoy to see, like, all angles. Mm Mm-hmm. And as soon as he got into my lane, he like just barely came out of strut a little bit to give me some clearance. Poked his and neck out just enough. Smoked him at like 40 yards. And I remember I jumped up to run after him like not sure what's going to happen because turkeys sometimes roll, yeah. take off. You never know. Um, I got like halfway there, realized that the bird wasn't even like twitching. He was just He was done. smoked. I was like, all right, this is that's a dead bird. So, yeah. Uh, I seen that he had a full fan. Um, when he was coming in and I did see a beard, but obviously I didn't get a great look at it mm-hmm. through the brush. Um, but I pick him up I'm like, Oh, he actually has a really nice beard. And then I noticed the spurs are by far the best spurs I ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, snood length was stellar. Um, I know Tom's Tom was telling me that that's actually how you tell a real mature bird is the snood length. Hmm. So you have to be careful with that. It's a very overlooked aspect of a Turkey. No one really talks about the snood. Yeah. yeah, very I mean, very few people. I think like the bone collector guys. I think I've seen them like say something about snoods on uh, like their Instagram and stuff. But you definitely don't hear very many people. Yeah, talk it's about always oh, well, how big's the beard? How big's the spurs? But my first question is, tell me about the snood. Show me a snood. <laughs> Send snoods. Send snoods. <laughs> I like that. That's that could a, be our new hashtag. I like that season. a lot. Send snoods. Oh, that's you heard funny. it here first, folks. 
That's we could that could be a cool T-shirt. That would be. A, we should make a T-shirt that says "Send, send snoods. snoods." Yeah, I would. I'd buy that shirt. Yeah, I, I would too. So, <laughs> yes, if Tom would say it, he would do it. But I'll say it for you. Just make sure you just leave in the comments if you think that's a good idea. No, that is a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need the comments yeah. to know that's a good idea. All right, sounds good. Um, so yeah, I get up to him and check my watch to write my tag. Six oh five. That's oh. an early bird. Yeah, it was. He was and trying to get the worm, but you wouldn't let him. You know what he got, though? <laughs> was a nitro TSS. Right in the mouth. Um, and that's another thing I want to talk about is those nitro TSSs. Those things, I know Tom and I brought them up multiple times on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Scott Thompson's brought them up on the podcast. They are worth every single penny. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm talking 40 yards. I'm putting 200-plus BBs in the head. Yeah, that's it's wild. insane. It's, uh, I, I don't even know why I would ever shoot anything else anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this bird literally just folded up like you dropped a sack of potatoes. Yeah. And, you know, so I called my grandpa right away because I was talking to him not even an hour ago. Yeah, in standing in the garage bullshitting. So I call him, and he just is chuckling. He's like, you are kidding me. And I was like, no, <laughs> we're all done. I'll be back up the house in a little bit. So I hang up with him, and uh, I take the bird. And I throw it back by the rock, and I kind of just sit down for a moment, kind of take it in, you know, shoot a couple texts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, tr- I really try to, like, take in the moment a little bit. So I sat yeah. down with it once I got back in the woods. Um, you know, I texted Tom and my dad. Tom, of course, didn't believe me. Naturally. You know? I figured he would have sent a picture. Yeah, not just a text. Hey, big bird down. Well, I sent in the group chat a picture of the bird over my shoulder with just its feet, like, in the— picture and, and it was still half dark super ass grainy yeah. that's those are the best pictures when you just send them really really crappy you can't see anything we do it every year like with yeah. your buck last year up at climber so i just like sent a picture of just like horribly blurry grainy <laughs> photo of just the turkey feet over my shoulder um but then so tom didn't believe me he thought i had like a stick or something like <laughs> thought no way he's already walking back to the truck yeah um so he's like, oh, send pics. I ignore that one. And then, like, it had to have been uh, maybe a half hour later, he texts me. He says, are you hearing any gobbling? Because at this point, I didn't send a picture, so he figures he was Liar. So he's like, are you hearing any gobbling out there? And I said, well, I was, but not at the truck. And <laughs> <laughs> he's like, send a picture. So then I finally I sent him a good picture. And it was all, all good from there. All good but, stuff. Uh, yeah, it was a great hunt. Um, I get all, I guess, measured out. Uh, he was... Nine and three eighths on the beard, and or no, in yeah, nine and three eighths, an inch and a quarter spurs. Nice. Um, yeah, really nice bird, my best bird, um, and some exciting news. Uh, he's actually at the taxidermist. I was right going to say you're doing something special with this guy too. Yeah. So our uh, friend Emma Brellinger, she was just on a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had mentioned on the podcast how impressive her turkey mounts were. And this being my best bird, especially the spur line. Yeah, we did talk about it on the podcast, didn't mm-hmm. we? You said you are going to bring her a bird this year. Yeah, I, I don't lie. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. <laughs> Unless it was killing a buck last year. Yeah. I said that a few times. <laughs> may have brought it up <laughs> once or twice. Um, but anyways, yeah, I killed two last year. I know. Oh, boy. Put you on one of them. No, you weren't even there. Yeah, you weren't even oh, there. Oh, well, you kind of half-assed put me on the other one. I took a picture of it in the field, and we killed it 30 yards from where the picture was taken. <laughs> yeah, that was days before. Days before. That buck could have been anywhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. We haven't hunted back there in two years. Yeah. But anyways, we're talking about my turkey kill here anyways. 
Um, but anyway, so I'm having Emma mounted up. She's doing a uh, gobbling on the roost mount for me. Is she gonna get like a like a branch or something? Are you I'm getting her a branch? Pro- I'm gonna okay. provide a authentic one. Nice. Um, That's she, what I was thinking. She could have gotten a fake one, but um, a real one's cool. Yeah, I want to do like either a red oak or uh, beach. Beach would be cool. Yeah. You have to be careful because it. You have to use. I think the bark won't fall off a beach. Mm-hmm. The bark will fall off of oak. Yeah. You ever notice, like when you cut firewood and then stack it? Yeah. And you take a piece of oak and the beach bark. Beach would be stayed. cooler anyways because turkeys love roosting in beach trees. Yeah. Um, and they they just look cool. But turkey mounts are huge and expensive, so I don't plan on getting a lot of turkey mounts. So I wanted to do this something one. special with yeah, it. Yeah. So I thought. You know, and with inch and a quarter spurs, I'm really happy with that. That's, to me, that's a big spur. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously they get bigger, but I would put that as like a Pope and Young size spur. <laughs> Actually, I don't even. What is? Is it just beard length and spur length for scoring a turkey? In weight, right? It's so. Beard length, times two. And then your spurs in decimal form times 10 and you do that for both spurs and then the weight you add all those together and i think 65 is considered a trophy bird okay so let's let's do the quick math and just guesstimate the weight i'm um, going to say 17 pounds okay okay so let's do what, nine and three eighths so that's three seven five right yes so nine point three seven five times two 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 yep plus 1.25 times 10? Twice. You do it for each spur. So 2.5 times 10. No. 1.25 times 10 is 12.5. So 12.5 times 2. 12.5 times 2. Which is... 25. 25. So, and then plus... 17. Plus 17. Puts us at 60.75. Not quite a Just trophy. Shy. Put it in the trash. Yep, trash bird. <laughs> Actually, calling Emma right now, not a turkey hunt. Yeah, but, but I mean, if you think about it, what was the, would you say? Pope and Young was. There's there no, is no Pope, Pope and Young. Young. A trophy is considered sixty five. Yeah, oh. Pope and Young doesn't measure turkeys. So you're gonna need I don't know. See, we'll just make this simple. Um, ten inch beard. So ten times two. Twenty. Plus a twenty pound bird. With inch and a half spurs, so plus thirty. That's 70. So that's a hammer. Yeah. Be a trophy turkey. So a little yeah. bit less than that is still 65. Yeah. But, I mean, if he was, you know, I, I heard of a bird last Saturday that got killed. It was 24 pounds. So if my bird weighed 24 pounds. You would have been at? Above 65. Yeah. Yeah. You could have So been. maybe, maybe it is. It's a trophy in my book, and that's all I really care about. That's why it's getting put on the mountain. Yeah. On the yeah. Wall. Are you uh, making it so that it's more like a floor thing, or is it going to go up high? Are you going to mount it like you're going to hang well, it up high on the wall? Um, probably just because it's gobbling on the roost, I'm going to want it up high. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I know a lot of people do turkeys on the floor. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like full gobbling off the roost, yeah. I feel like it makes more sense to have it up high on the yeah. wall. Um, but the one thing I wanted, and I specified to Emma, is sometimes the full gobble, like or like the on the limb gobbling, they look too strutty to me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I told Emma I, I want it more relaxed, like it's putting everything into the gobble, which I, I showed her a few pictures of mounts done that way mm-hmm. to kind of give her an idea. Because um, I just don't want it to look like too strutty. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because they're not strutting up in the roost. Oh, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll puff but, up, but like their tail but fan it's doesn't not go like perfectly. A full, yeah. I've yeah. seen full strut gobblers on the roost. Really? It's actually, really? It's, yeah. I've never seen that. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Picture didn't happen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> when you're close enough to see them on the roost, I'm not going to be monkeying around trying to take a picture. <laughs> I'm just teasing, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to do that. She said it's about a year turnaround, um, which I'm not really too worried about. I don't even have a house to put it in right now. So, yeah. Um, Dad said it can go above the elk for now. Nice. Above the elk? Yeah. That's way up there. Oh, yeah. It's a tall tree. Yeah. Maybe like pitching right down in the living room. It'd be wild. So I'm I'm really excited about that. I'm I can't imagine that taxidermy will never go down in price. So I figure do it now. Yeah. If I shoot a big gobbler this year, I'm sorry. When I shoot a big <laughs> gobbler this year, I'm getting it mounted. What are you gonna do with it? Like what kind of mount? Three quarter strut goblin off the roost. Nice. So pretty similar to mine then. Yeah, almost identical. <laughs> uh, Just bigger. Just a much bigger. Wow. Bird. Better specimen. It'll be an actual trophy bird. Yeah. We'll see. We left the weight up for guesstimation. 17, I feel like, is on the lower end for... It wasn't a huge bird, though. Uncle Mark's bird had a head like a softball. Yeah, but its beard wasn't as nice. No. And neither were its spurs. No. Probably evens out. It's tough to say. But, I mean, either way... Birds great. down. Yeah, it was a great weekend of turkey hunting. I don't um, know anybody that's passing up a what, nine and a half inch beard. Yeah, that's with inch and a, yeah. nine and three eighths. With and it was a good inch and a quarter spur. It was nice. It was a nice beard. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was a great hunt. You know, when you the night before turkey season and you're dreaming about how it's going to go down, that's exactly how it went down. I literally, mm-hmm. you know, walked to the edge of the field. Listening, yep, I think that's the bird I want to go after. I sat down, put the decoy out. The deek? The deek. The deek. <laughs> and that could be another shirt. Give him the deek. Give him the deek. I like that. Send snoods, <laughs> give him the deek. That's wild. These are great shirts. Like a double-sided t-shirt. Reversible. <laughs> Reversible. <laughs> you don't see a lot of those anymore. You don't. No. It used to be a thing. A or like time. one of those ones where you flip up. The shirt, yeah, so, you know, like you expose your belly, but then the underside of the shirt says yeah. something funny. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Like send snoods and then give them the deke. That's good stuff. We should probably trademark this. These are good. Oh, Be man. perfect for like family dinners. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. On Sunday afternoons. Grandma would love a Send yeah. Snoods yeah. t-shirt. And then you're like, someone's like, Nick, that's really inappropriate. You shouldn't be wearing a shirt that says Send Snoods. And you grab the bottom of your shirt, lift it up, and it says, give him the deek. And then you give him a big old middle finger and yeah. walk away. The bird. because Give him the bird. bird and Oh, my that's God. That's another t-shirt. <laughs> that one's probably That'll be on done. the back. Yeah. That one's probably been done. Probably. Like, give him the bird with, like, a turkey foot up, yeah. middle finger. Yeah, I'm sure. I guarantee that's been done. But I've never seen Sen's nudes. Or give him the deke. Maybe we can work with the decoy manufacturer we use there you to go. make T-shirts. That's a good idea. I doubt they will. I don't know if they want that look. <laughs> we'll give them the they look. They sound like a bunch of squares. Um, but, yeah, and then I guess that was it for, I mean, my turkey hunting was 
over as fast as it started. Um, you love I, it and you hate it. Yeah, it, it is. It's a love hate relationship. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Um, because I since I was ten years old, turkey hunting's kind of been my my niche. I've mm, forte. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Tom, like I think right after killing that bird and stuff. Like over the years, you know, Tom definitely takes the hat when it comes to killing bucks. He mm-hmm. tags out almost every year. Um, but when it comes to turkeys, that's usually where I shine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is, but Tom and I kind of work back and forth with that. But um, you know, all in all, I just I love turkey hunting. and I got so too much fun. I, got, I love fried chicken. <laughs> it's delicious. It tastes great. It's fried chicken. Uh, I got two more turkey tags up in New York. Hoping to uh, seal the deal on another one this weekend. I'm undecided if I'm going to hunt Saturday in New York or just film Tom kind of up in the air. I think it'd be cool to sit back a little bit and mm-hmm. film and just get some cool close-up shots of gobblers. Yeah. Because, I mean, I have a 20-time optical zoom. Like, I can really – I think it would be cool to get some, like – You could zoom right in on a snood. Oh yeah, big time. Like you could, I guarantee with my camera, I could see individual hairs on the snood. Yeah. So, shave your snood. <laughs> it's all kinds of good stuff. Oh man. <laughs> um, but I guess I mean, we can pretty much wrap it up there. That was yeah, the uh, great stuff. It was a wild turkey hunt, literally. This is wild turkey. Um, and I'm hoping to do it again. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, day. anytime, Nick. You're more than welcome <laughs> well, to come back next I, week. Perfect. Uh, I hope you guys can have the next episode, but if not, I will do another one. Well, I got to work this weekend, so can't make it. I, I for one, I, I was going to have to do a brief hunt Saturday morning, but my softball tournament got canceled. Hmm. So now I can hunt till noon. So it's basically a done deal. I don't want to call it a guarantee, but... It's as close as you can get to a guarantee. Yeah, there's birds in the area. It's looking like rain. They're going to come out to the field. It's over. Going to put some deeks out there. And send snoods. Yep, we're going to get some snoods. When I'm sitting at work, you better be sending me some snoods. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Well, thanks for uh, letting me preach the soapbox. I love telling that turkey story. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to keep telling that turkey story until I get a new one to replace (laughs) it. (laughs) And then you can tell the turkey stories of how you tagged out in two states. Yeah, that would be wild. Because I've done that deer hunting, and it never gets old. I've also done it deer hunting. Two years in a row I did it. Sorry. Yeah. Won't be. Nice. On that that note. On that note, uh, if you have got a bird, congratulations. Um, Show us your snood. Yeah, send us the snoods. Um, It's lonely at the top, but, you know, it's where you have to be sometimes. Um, If you haven't got a bird, you know what to do. Make sure you guys are all still getting outside.